Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your best friend on this journey through boutique land. And today I'm diving into a topic that I don't think any sane woman would dive into (laughs) if it weren't for good reason. If you're listening and you're a woman who's married or has a partner uh, in your business who maybe supports you or doesn't or wants to or you know, wants to have a family business, whatever that looks like for you, I'd love for you to listen to this with them or pass this on to them. This really, this episode is for the husbands. That's what I'm calling it. But truly, it's for the person in your life who is supporting you through this journey. And maybe there's some confusion or maybe there isn't clarity on what their role is. And listen, it takes two to tango. My intention truly in this podcast is to give you and your partner, husband, whomever that is, a diving off point to be able to start to have a conversation about what your relationship looks like in the business and out of the business. First and foremost, this is something I've had to deal with. I'm married. I've been with my husband for 10 years almost, nine years. And, you know, he's been with me through now the start of multiple businesses, there's some navigation there. You know, there's definitely some, are you helping? Are you not? What's your role? Do you want a role? Or is this just me? What does that look like? And I think truly I'm seeing so many amazing, powerful women step up in their boutique businesses and make a lot of money and be really successful. And it sort of begs the the question of, you know, the age old, the man works and the woman stays at home with the kids. I see this being a massive role reversal just amongst especially boutique owners because obviously owning a boutique tends to be something that a woman does. And I've come across mostly people who are running their business and they're married. They have kids. That tends to be the the biggest part of the demographic of women that I help is that, you know, they're 30 to 45. They have kids. They have a house. They're married. And that's where they're at, right? So this to me is an important subject for a big chunk of my audience. If this isn't for you, that's okay. Honestly, keep listening because I think that you'll start to learn how to negotiate some of this maybe with other people in your family. Because what I know is especially when you're single or you're starting out uh, in a relationship or divorced, wherever you're at, there's always going to be someone in your family who has an opinion, whether it's your mom or your dad or a sister or an in-law. There's going to be people who want to help you. It's with the best intentions. Bottom line, people want to help you. They love you. And the intention there is always good. 
However, the delivery of what they're saying and how they're saying things could definitely trigger you. And I think that's what we're going to get into here is just really how to deal with navigating relationships as you grow your business, because this is a huge part of mindset. I find that, you know, some of my most successful clients have husbands, partners who are just so devoted, who are so unconditionally supportive. And I think that's a key to having a boutique owner who is successful, having that partner who says, you know what, we signed up to do this through thick and thin, and that means through this business too. What I will say is that a lot of the people I work with, a lot of the women are doing the mindset work with me. And they'll say, how do I get my husband to do this? Or how how do I get my boyfriend to do this? Don't give them this episode. Hi guys, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about some of the stuff that's probably coming up as you're navigating this new or established part of your relationship with your partner and understanding what this business is going to look like for you and for them and how that moves forward. First and foremost out of all of this is this issue of trust and protection. I have been taught and I have learned that generally, and I think this goes for women, they want to protect their men, but it, it seems to be a very masculine trait to want to protect the people in your life. Whether it's your parents, whether it's your kids, whether it's your wife, that is just seems to be a masculine role. Whether it's from society, doesn't matter. It seems to me that men love to be the protector. And what I've seen so often happen when women open boutiques is that the man in their life sort of steps up and is like, I have to protect you. You know, I have to make sure you're going to be okay. I don't want to see you hurt. I don't want to see you lose money. I don't want to see you fail. And the intention behind this is so beautiful because truly, I mean, who doesn't want to be protected? We want to know that someone has our back. What I see happen in a lot of cases, though, is the protection comes out and is sort of delivered in a way that makes a woman feel like they're not trusted, that there isn't that boundary of, you know what, I know I want to protect you, but also I know you're smart. I know you're capable. I know you've got this and that when you struggle or you have something going on, you'll come to me. So first and foremost, I think the number one thing you've got to always be telling your wife, your partner, is that they're doing their best. Say that to them. Say, I know that you're doing your best. I see you working hard. I see you connecting with customers. I see you really putting yourself out there in ways that challenge you and scare you. And I'm proud of you. Like those words, whatever form they take, are going to go so far with your wife as a boutique owner, because she needs that. She needs to know that you have confidence in her and that you trust the decisions that she's making. What I see a lot of times though, is that a wife will go to their husband and say, oh my gosh, um, you know, I sold so much today. And the husband will say, well, how much? And the wife will say a number and maybe the husband will say, oh, well, that's not as well as you did last week. Or, oh, I thought you would have said a bigger number than that or something critical comes out. If your words come out as critical, even if it's from a place of love and your intention is to protect and love your wife, 
that criticism is not going to go over well. It's going to hurt. It's going to feel uh, like you don't trust them. And they're going to start to become resentful. You know, I know for myself, I can be a critical person. If you've listened to my podcast, if you've hung out with me, I can definitely be critical. And something I've really worked so hard to do is to become critical in a constructive way. So to make sure that I'm always like using my words in a healthy and productive way that's going to make someone feel empowered and make someone feel like, wow, okay, I, I hear that things need to change, but I don't feel bad about it. Because one of the things that I've really gotten in touch with myself is that, number one, being critical doesn't get me anywhere. It causes fights. <laughs> and truly, what I've realized is that the better I feel, the better my husband feels, the more money we make, the more connected we are, the happier we are. But I am really trying to be someone who's sensitive to another person that I live with all the time's feelings and realizing that I'm probably the most important person and my opinion is the most important to this person that I live with. So I need to be thoughtful about my words. I need to be productive with my words so that I can help him feel good. And so I'm using this as an example because I think that a lot of husbands need to hear this. They need to hear that your wife doesn't need you to blow smoke and make them feel like they're the most amazing person in the world. In regards to their business, like they just need to hear you say, wow, you're doing great. Congratulations. They don't need you to fix it. They don't need you to protect them. They don't need you to tell them their sunshine and glitter all the time. They just want to know that you're solid, that you have their back, that you trust them, you trust that they're doing their best, and that you trust that they have the best interest for their business and for you and your family at heart. I truly don't think that women that start boutiques start it because they think it's going to like put their family in financial ruin. They truly are seeing this as an opportunity to make your life better, to make your family's life better. And I think that once they feel that confidence and that trust from you, they're just going to get stronger and they're going to feel better more often and they're going to want to work harder because they know that you have their back. So my tip for you here is watch when you're being critical. Watch your words. Watch how you're delivering them. There's a way to be constructive and to give your wife ideas because you probably have great ideas for them sometimes and they deserve to hear that, but they also deserve to hear it in a way where you're saying, hey, like, that's awesome. You made a thousand dollars yesterday. Hell yes, that's great. I saw this other person who was doing X, Y, and Z and I thought maybe like that would fit into what you're doing. Take it or leave it, but I just had this idea. That's a way that you can approach them where you're saying something nice, you're bringing in some new ideas, but you're not being critical. You're not saying like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? I get it. You're stressed. You want to protect them. You see them struggling. The last thing that they want to hear is more criticism because I guarantee you, I guarantee you that they are being hard on themselves. They're already criticizing themselves in their own head over and over and over. And honestly, the last thing that they really need or want to hear, even if they don't say this out loud or they don't hear it, or you know, they're not communicating that to you effectively, the last thing they want to hear is you being critical, especially of their business that they're putting so much of their heart and soul into. Be kind with your words, be constructive with your criticism, and trust that they are doing what they need to do. My next thing with husbands 
is around money. <laughs> I've met a lot of husbands who step into the business. And this this is kind of like transitioning into what do you want your role to be in the business? Now, my husband does not really work in my business at all. Like he's around and I can touch base with him and ask him questions when I need to, but it's been super healthy for us to not have him and I work together because we get to actually have a life outside of it. Like my job is great and it's important, but it doesn't matter. I don't need him in the business to be successful. One of the things I'm really good at is growing a business, making money. And one of the things we've decided for him on the back end is he's going to manage our money. That's what we've decided that's right for us and what works with our strengths. In terms of thinking about how you want to step into the business, if that's something you want to do, is what is your role? How do you fit in And how are you going to become a productive person in the business? Now, I see a lot of husbands say, I manage the money. Be very clear about what that means, guys. Wives, listen to. What does that actually mean? What part of the money do you actually manage? Are you going to be managing the inventory? Are you going to be looking at turn rates and profit margins and how quickly styles are selling out? Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to manage inventory? If you worked at a retailer, you understand it, great, awesome. If that's not your thing and you just want to manage like the finances, you want to do QuickBooks, you want to do the P&L statements, what's the structure there? How are you being a leader so that you can be supportive to your wife? Are you going to sit down every other week or every month and do a month-end report and look at the numbers? She's going to come with the inventory. You're going to come with the P&L and you're going to have a solid conversation about where the business is, where it's going, what the goal seems to be, what the systems need to get fixed to hit that goal. How are you coming to the table and saying, I'm taking ownership in this business just as much as you are because I want to move it forward because I care about it too. That's a really important thing because again, I see a lot of men who seem to manage the money, but all that seems to mean is that they're like, moving it around or they're looking at it once in a while and saying, no, you can't spend money or sure, yeah, spend money or, oh, you need to make more money. If you want to be involved with the finances, awesome, but step up and be supportive in a way that it's actually going to move the business forward. Because honestly, a lot of times what I see, a lot of men seem to just want to like control the money and really not have a say in how is the business growing. And also letting their wives work so darn much and then not ever saying to them, oh, you know what? If we adjusted this, you could take a two-week vacation because we'd be crazy in profit. I've seen that happen so much where actually the husband is still working a full-time job and still quite busy. They don't really take it seriously. They like manage it for the tax purposes, but they're not actually a part of the business sitting down having financial meetings with their wives And coming to the table and saying, here's how we can make adjustments so we can hit your goals. Because you're the leader in this business, but I want to be the financial leader of this business. It has to take both of you. My intention for this little piece of it is really truly saying to the men that want to be a part of the business and that maybe have like dipped a toe in or put a foot in, go all in, show up, run the business. Actually, if your wife has taken one of my courses, take the course with her, like learn how to do inventory management, learn everything that I teach. Because what I'll tell you is retail math and retail profit, it's different. It's not like an accounting business. It's not like a consulting business. It like is a much more complicated. I've found that even the smartest of husbands, even the most financially savvy of husbands, still don't take the time to learn the pieces of retail 
and inventory management that they really need to, to understand how to affect the bottom line. Because women are coming to me struggling, saying, my husband runs the numbers, he does the financials, but like your wife is exhausted. Where's the disconnect, guys? Those two things can't work. You can't be in charge of the money and let your wife run herself ragged. It's not fair. You have to come to the table and say, okay, I see that you're tired. I see that you're working your tail off. What do we need to do to make sure we both feel safe with our money? We both feel like we're making a profit and we both feel like we are moving this business forward in a healthy and productive way. Women will work themselves to the bone. So if you're going to take a financial role in the business, you need to do it. And I'm going to say, if you're having trouble with this, email me. This is something that we consult on. There are so many businesses I've helped make so much more money because we've gone in depth and looked at all this stuff. It takes a lot of putting down your ego and putting down what you think you know to really step in and start to learn what the boutique business really is because it's just, it's just different. And that's all I'll say. It's just different. Figure out what your role is. Wives, partners, like Talk to them about what do you want? You know, this is your business. You started it. And yes, of course, in every solid marriage, every solid partnership, it's a partnership, right? Like we don't make decisions without kind of checking in with each other. I get that. That's exactly how Greg and I are. But there also has to be a very clear understanding of what decisions can you make on your own? What decisions do you come back with? And, you know, are you having that monthly meeting? on how the business is going. Are you taking out your spreadsheets and charts? I mean, I just literally a month ago redid half my calendar for this year because we pulled the numbers and I was like, oh, I should do this and that. And you know, I actually looked at the data. My last thing with the husbands, if I've had your wife in a course, we've inevitably talked about mindset and money mindset. And I hear them get so excited because they feel things changing. They see their negative words. They see their negative thoughts. They're starting to become aware and they, they start to shift them. And it always comes up with someone. Oh, my husband thinks this is airy-fairy. Or, oh, my husband doesn't believe in this stuff. He thinks it's too woo-woo. Or, oh, you know, this, I can't talk about it with him. Or, oh, I got so excited. And then he told me like, this is not something he's into. The biggest mistake you can make is to not be interested in fixing your mindset or improving your mindset, especially around money and especially around the success of your partner wife's business. I see so many people shift their entire life because they shift their mindset. When you start to do this, you're going to start to see great things happen for you. If you feel stressed about money, if you feel bad every day, if you feel like, wow, this commute's grating on me or this situation is really grating on me. This is hard for me. That's something that you have an opportunity to shift your mindset around because truly we're not meant to live and be stressed all the time. We're not meant to live and be unhappy and feel like life is hard all the time. So check in with yourself. Are you carrying around beliefs, thoughts, words that aren't serving you? And maybe they're from your parents. Maybe they're from where you grew up. Maybe they're from your grandparents. I don't know. Maybe they're, honestly, like I see a lot of people in certain industries, especially like the financial services industry, have really bad money mindsets. You know, they've seen the stock market market go up and down. They've seen people lose their money and, and that gets in their head. And then they think that's going to happen to them. 
it, it doesn't have to happen to you. You're allowed to make a lot of money. You're allowed to be successful. You're allowed to see this boutique as an opportunity for you to maybe retire. Wouldn't it be nice if your wife's boutique was so successful that you didn't have to work? That is something that I would be psyched about. <laughs> if I was a husband that had an amazing wife who was kicking butt in her business, that is something that's available to you. Start to look at mindset resources. One of the best books I've ever read around this was it's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. He's a dude. <laughs> he talks about money. He talks about relationships and money. He talks about growing up around money. If you are struggling or you have negative thoughts and feelings about money in any way, please read that book, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. I'll link it in the show notes. It's on Amazon. It's a really quick read. And anytime I'm feeling like a little like eh, about my money, I'll just go back and reread it. Just get reminded of the common money mindsets, the common thought loops that we get into around things that stress us out, things that scare us. Living in a place where you're fearful about your wife's business, about your money, about the state of your family, it's not fun. I want to just stand here and remind you, like, you have a choice. You get to work on this. You get to go along on this journey with your wife. And imagine if after all this, in a year, in two years, in three years, your life looks really different. And it's awesome. It's really freaking awesome. Call my husband because after me and him both doing mindset work, he loves his life. And a lot of it is because he's gotten on the mindset train with me. And I don't think he'll be, you know, upset that I share that. I think both of us really feel good almost every day. We're in a really great place. You know, I think from my perspective, I've seen it work in my own life. And so I just want more people to have that. Hopefully this episode has given you as a husband, you as a wife, partners, whatever you are in your relationship. I'm open to all different relationships. I do think that there tends to be one person in the relationship who isn't always supportive and that's okay. I'm just here to tell you like, the person in your life who owns a boutique and who's working her butt off every day to run that boutique just wants to be loved and supported. That's it. And they're looking to you to do it. So I hope I've given you some things to think about. I hope I've given you some things to talk about with each other. And I hope this has helped you feel more empowered around the situation. These are things that I've been hearing for years. And finally, I was like, man, I need to do a husband's episode. That's what I've been calling it in my head because, you know, there's a real opportunity here to strengthen relationships, strengthen where the business is going because you're there to help. Here's to making lots of friends, lots of beautiful decisions in your relationship and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.